All right, welcome to another episode of the Coach's Box. I'm your host, Coach JP3, here with Coach Boogie making his Coach's Box debut. It's about time. I know you got a lot on your mind. I have, I have a lot to say, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've been How you doing, life. fam? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. God good. is good. I'm with my brother, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm with my, with my brothers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Talking so about Coach, some stuff. So <laughs> on the show in DC with Coach Natty T, who's also with us, and of course we got the real Coach K. Uh, so you have like a fake Coach K? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Is no, that no. Kenny or is Shashesky <laughs> fake Coach? Yeah, really, no, no. Yeah. Man, hey, hey, that's, that's, that's a fake Coach. Oh, K. He's gotcha, a real that's, Coach. Oh, okay, gotcha, that's gotcha. a that's strike one for you, Coach to get Boogie, real man. Coach K to actually come on. Mm, that's but, not you know. gonna work. I don't know if it's hey, coach, <laughs> hey, coach, uh, coach it. Boogie, that's strike one for you. Just so you know, I'm keeping track. And Coach Boogie, they got a long history of beef, like going back and forth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you're going to yeah. see it on this show today. So y'all in We might it. see it. We might see it. I ain't going to say, say Whenever you run into somebody, they start running. I don't think it's a beef at that point. It's, it's, oh, like a, it's more like a bullying at that point. <laughs> I don't know about that, man. See, see, and that's the thing. Yeah, so you have to trust the real Coach K on those because I'll, I'll give you the truth. I'll tell you how it is. Feel me? That's why they call me the real one because I'm the I'm, realest I'm one out here. You came up with that one. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nobody voted on this. Okay, all right. That was all self-imposed. It was all self-imposed. <laughs> okay, got you, got you. No, that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. I got you. I got you. All right. Well, we got a lot to talk about. We're going to dive right in it, right into the March Madness. So, mm. you know, the men's bracket, the women's bracket have both been great thus far. Uh, we've seen a lot of historical. Feats, you know, being accomplished by schools. We got HBCUs winning uh, tournament, you know, tournament games. We had Wright State um, in the tournament on the women's <laughs> side, Ohio University on the men's side, mm-hmm. OSU losing, and we'll talk about them later. You know, we'll talk mm-hmm. about OSU later, but they, they let the whole state of Ohio down once again, laying an egg in the tournament. But I wanted to gather people's thoughts. So, uh, you know, what, what are they thinking so far uh, for the tournament? We've got some really good games, and we'll start with uh, uh, Coach Natty T on this one. Well, um, to be totally honest, I haven't really been watching too much of either tournament because I just don't really care for the NCAA. <laughs> so, I don't. I told I told y'all I'm gonna be the bad guy this episode. I, I just don't. <laughs> Because even the commercials, like when they have the, you know, all, all these athletes and they're going to go professional and, you know, not professional sports, you're going to do in other profession. Well, I forgot what it is, but I'm just like, y'all a bunch of crooks, man. <laughs> just straight up. So that's my initial thoughts. Um, as far as who would I root to win? Probably Michigan, just because of Jawan Howard. That's it. Um, I don't really like Gonzaga um, because I can't stand the whole woe is us attitude and we're underdogs and all this other crap. Like, just get it done. Yeah. So that's my opinion on on the tournaments. Okay. All right. <laughs> Short and sweet. Short I'm just I'm just keeping it 100, man. Move, like, move you it know? or lose it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Just keep it 100. Yeah. All right, Coach K. What do you got so far? 
Man, you know your uh, you know your state is trash when your team loses to Oral Roberts. So Oral is a, t- is a toothpaste. Like, I'm <laughs> not supposed to be teaching basketball, man. Come on now. That's, I don't know. Like, I didn't have any expectations for Ohio State when they were in the tournament. I didn't even fill out a bracket. Like, even if I would have, I probably would have picked Ohio State to lose in the first and second, or probably like the, probably like the Sweet 16. But, I don't know. It's, uh, it, like, nothing surprises me anymore. I mean, you, you defy everybody's expectations, and you lose in the first round. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, that's true. That's real talk. Um, but I don't know. I guess highlights for me has been seeing like uh, Loyola, and I mean, I guess Oral Roberts, like making it to the Sweet Sixteen. That's been cool. Um, I think for me, uh, the biggest thing for me is like I hate Gonzaga too. So. Um, it's cool not seeing Kentucky or Duke in the tournament. Like I hate, I hate those teams too. So yeah, I don't want to see them in there. <laughs> I feel like it's gonna be a lot of hate in this episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so I honestly think Gonzaga is always overrated, and I think they're gonna lose to Creighton. So I see it. And then also my other upset is UCLA. UCLA beat Alabama. So. Mm-hmm. Word. No, that's good stuff. I. I definitely feel y'all about like uh, a beef with the NCAA in general. I mean, just looking at, if you just take the women's side into perspective, like they were gave, given like horrible uh, weight room, like supplies, conditions. So it's like, okay, we want y'all to get ready for the tournament and we're going to give you all these whack, you know, weights and, and equipment and stuff like that. That's nowhere close to what the men got. So that was, that was another strike. Then I read the other day that, the NCAA was counting kids as part of the transportation restrictions for coaches. So you all have these women, these that are coaching that have kids that have to leave their kids at home because the NCAA is like, nah, that counts against too many people in the same space. So they had to choose between like, all right, I got to find somebody to watch my kid. If I'm a single, you know, single parent, you know, they not, there's not always someone there that's definitely going to watch the kids, you know, so they had to choose kind of between their kids and traveling with the team at times. Uh, so there's a lot of pushback against that. Um, mm-hmm. And so people were saying, oh, the NCAA is supposed to be all inclusive and everything like that, but then you're going to have all these kind of things. Um, so I'll start on the women's side of things. I mean, actually, I like Michigan on both sides. I think both, like Michigan really has a strong basketball program um, for men's and women's this year. So I could see each of those teams making it to the final four and perhaps the championship game. Um, I'm not convinced on either side, would they be able to actually win the championship? But I think they're going to be strong contenders. Um, All the number one seeds have been making it uh, pretty far on the women's side. Uh, So, you know, you have a powerhouse in Connecticut, you have a powerhouse in South Carolina, like it, it's going to, it's going to be tough to beat Don Mm -hmm. Staley's team. I mean, they're just very disciplined. Uh, so I see them making it far. Uh, I, I think they're going to be in the championship game. Not so if they're going to win it yet, but I think they're going to be in the championship game. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was actually rooting for um, uh, Oklahoma State to 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 make it far, but they um, but they fell to Stanford, who's the number one seed. Uh, but yeah, been some really good games, and I think it's becoming more exciting for a lot of viewers because it was always going to be Connecticut this year for the women. Tennessee for the women. And then now you have a lot of teams in the mix. So that makes, I think, the tournament much more exciting in general. 
Uh, and if you go to the men's side, like I said, Michigan on on um, uh, Juwan Howard, all the things that Coach Natty T said. I'm looking at. Right. Would you go ahead. No, that's a fat five. Yeah, fat five, fat five, mm-hmm. full circle. Uh, I, I'm not convinced in USC yet, so I don't. I think they're going to get bounced pretty soon, and it may be on Sunday to Oregon. I think they're going to lose to Oregon. I know they're only one seed apart. Um, Coach K, you called Creighton over at Gonzaga. I could definitely see that happening. Uh, in my personal bracket, I had them beating Creighton and losing in the next round. So, um, or Roberts, I think, is going to come back down to earth against Arkansas and, and get yeah. <clears throat> um, But they had a good run. Loyola, Chicago, like uh, Loyola, Illinois. Like I, I, I think they're going to win. Again, I think they're going to make it to at least the final four. Whenever you have somebody that is like praying before games oh, about bro, their team, absolutely. Like, like that looks like, like 90 something <laughs> years old. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> Putting God Let's keep into it real. Them. You know what I'm saying? So they, you know, I think they're going to make it far. But yeah, this has been some yeah. great games. Some great games. Uh, so, you know, we're going to keep talking about these things as the tournament unfolds. Uh, but we're going to move forward here in the show to the best Bulls watch with Coach K that we're probably going to see on this show for a very long time. <laughs> and Coach Boogie is prepared to refute anything that Coach K says. I'm just preparing our audience here. Okay. So, go ahead, Coach K. Uh, so, I was thinking about it the other day, and I'm going to start calling. The Chicago Bulls, Billy's box office Bulls. Oh my God! Oh, we're, we're big time. Yeah. We're cutting we're big the time. Now. He said, he said Billy, <laughs> Billy's box office Bulls for Billy Donovan. Oh my yeah. gosh! <laughs> That's how you started this off. Double B. Huh? <laughs> okay, Look, man. Um, uh, I really wasn't. <laughs> hey, you add so another B on there. That's big baller bread. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never lost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, we, and, we see, and we see and we see what happened to that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey man, hey, but hey, uh, Lonzo Lonzo's balling this year though. So I mean you can't hate on that. Yeah, no. Lamelo's Lamelo's balling doing it. Well, he's out for the rest of the season, but but, but they're not doing it in big baller brand attire. They're doing it in Nike. <laughs> That's the problem. Because all the shipment, the the shipments got lost in the mail. Matter of fact, then uh, Melo he signed with Puma. He did. He yeah. Jumped oh man. Baller brand mm. and signed with Puma. He did. And I so, believe uh, Zoe is. I don't think he signed with Baller Brand either. I think he went. He went elsewhere. Because mm-hmm. he he's wearing Nikes. Nike. Yeah. Yep. He's wearing whatever he feel like it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I see him wearing Kobe's and all that. So I don't think you want to name your bulls <laughs> triple B. <laughs> let them let them do something and establish themselves before you start breaking things up. Look, I'm I'm just saying that like honestly, I was I was a little worried because I mean it's it's like 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 what I said a couple of weeks ago, I mean, we, we're not beating teams unless we're outscoring them because, like, our defense is trash. But – Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking for an agreement. There was a collective yes. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. Um, honestly, like, I was kind of – I 
I was kind of worried about getting into the play-in tournament, but I think and this goes into the other segment. Talking about we're talking about like the trade deadline went like winners and losers. Mm-hmm. I, the Bulls definitely win because we don't have Otto Porter on our books anymore. Like I don't even know how he got on the team, bro. Like so, I think he signed his own check. Like somebody he knew somebody. Like he must mm-hmm. his his mama's. I don't know his his aunt or something, or auntie or something works in the in the front office. Or something payroll, like that. <laughs> <laughs> HR rep. So, yeah, man. I love yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, I'll take Alfred Camino, but Vucevic is going to be definitely a, a very nice addition. It's, it's finally good to have more than one All Star player on on the Chicago Bulls team. For it's nice to have a All Star for once, but to have two, like I think this is going to put us in the. Uh, Lower in the upper, lower middle of the pack as far as this. Oh, wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. That like a roller coaster to me. That sounds like a roller coaster to me. Upper, lower, what, like, where are we going? Where are we going? Sound like an amusement park ride like, to me. Like, like, we're, you know, like, we're going to. Like, it's, yeah, like, yeah, like a roller coaster, okay? So, like, we're, we're going to get stuck up at the top. But eventually they're going to fix, you know, fix whatever's broken and it's going to come back down. So that's why wait, I say. Wait, but... wait, 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 wait. So you said <laughs> you said they're going to start winning and then they're going to get stuck winning. But as soon as they start fixing the problems, they're going to fall. <laughs> Look, man. Hey, hey, hey. So down this is my segment, all right? this situation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so I confused right when now. It's, when it's all. <laughs> I'm sorry, you, there's so many holes in your theory right now, bro. Look, man, hey, hey, man, this is my segment, playing, all right? Playing darts with his, <laughs> with his notebook right now. When it's all said and done, I think we're going to end up in, like, the sixth seed. So and that's good enough for me because, like, our expectations for this year was to – was to, my expectation was to – huh? What seat, what seat are y'all? Right now we're like number we're like number nine. We're like two seats back from uh, from the eight seat. Y'all number ten. Which, yeah. Yeah. Can you say you're oh, number ten. James number 10, ten. Number ten. My bad. Coach my Price, bad. Number Coach, ten. Coach Price said what? Number number ten. Number ten. <clears throat> nineteen. And you say, you say you're gonna be number six by the uh, by the end of the season? I think so. You think so? I think I I don't I, disagree I don't with see. That, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I don't know. I think we're on, we're. I think we're on, we're definitely gonna be better than Boston. Um, Boston's not doing anything right now. Uh, I believe the Knicks will drop down. I think the Hawks will eventually drop down too. I, I think we'll see. We'll see. Well, at, yeah. to be fair, I do think Charlotte's gonna drop because I think uh, yeah, with Lamelo with uh, Lamelo out. Because I, I thought when they hurt. when they put him in a starting lineup, that was the only reason why they were even surging up the charts. Yeah. 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 So with yeah. him out, I think they'll drop. So. I, I do think you have at least an opportunity to maybe take their spot, I would say. Maybe not at the four spot, but just at least mm-hmm. one of those top six spots. Because I, yeah. I, I still see the Knicks at least maintaining where they are. We'll I see. still see Atlanta maintaining. And then with – well, we'll talk about it next, but with the Miami Heat the move, heat. I mean, they're definitely the moving heat. up. Yeah. Yeah. So, the Heat. Can I, I – I, I mean, I've been, I've been doing a lot of traveling and just busy. So I haven't mm-hmm. really kept up with the NBA. I have a question for you, Coach K. Yeah. Okay, so you said that y'all got another superstar on your team. 
What's mm-hmm. what, what's what's who's the superstar that y'all did y'all get? Vucevic. Vucevic. He's a superstar. <laughs> He's an all star. He's an all star. Okay, all yeah. star or superstar? Yeah. <laughs> so is, is he a superstar? <laughs> He's he's a, he's what's the he's definition of a superstar? <laughs> I said an all-star. I said, I said no, we got two all-stars. No, 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 no. You said superstar. No, 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 no. Like, Yo, man, look, all right, so superstar, next... but we got two all-stars on the team. Man, look, bro. Look, just because <laughs> you got... No, no, no. No, see, go, you're go, trying to... No, what you're trying to do is, like, you're trying, you're trying to trying to curb the situation, all right? You know what I meant. We got two all-stars. I what I meant. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, hey, hey listen, listen, we're, listen. Hey, listen, look, listen. No, no, we're in the, no, 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 You're, you're up here and I'm fixing you so you're coming back down. That's all I'm trying to do. Okay, you're trying like to get down to the upper, lower, upper, lower, middle no, 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 of the no, no, path. No. I'm trying to fix the roller coaster. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. That's all I'm saying. Yo, Kenny sound like, Kenny sound like AC, Al Cow is in the, in the OJ. <laughs> <laughs> this is AC. You know who this is. <laughs> you know what I meant. <laughs> I mean, oh. super, like an all-star, sure. I mean, that's in, that's in the book. Okay. I get that part. Yeah. But when you said superstar, that's when you lost me. Because I was like, who? I was like, Levine, maybe, maybe Levine, I'm tripping. Levine. <laughs> you got somebody else. Maybe you, pull, if you, you pay if you pull about strings it. and got somebody Le- else. That's Levine, is, Levine is turning into a superstar. You said he's, huh? He's turning into a superstar. Can you, hey, hey, Coach Price, can you mark this day in time and this phrase that he is coach? He's he's coming into an all star because we bring this up when he's, he's coming of age, man. Three twenty six, twenty twenty one. Please, please, an all star. I mean, I'm a superstar. So you talking he's like coming, LeBron he's, James? He's coming. Kevin Durant. He's coming into his own, man. Can I, ask you, his... can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Can I ask ask another question, question, Coach K. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, can you name a few superstars? <laughs> just for comparison's, just sake. for comparison's sake. <laughs> <laughs> it's Coach Natty, too. <laughs> I'm just here to clarify. Yeah, I just, maybe I'm confused. Maybe I'm wrong. You feel what I'm saying? So I just want to be uh, corrected, if you will. Mm-hmm. I mean, I put him in the same category. He's good as just as good, if not better, than Allen Iverson. Oh, this man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, hey, hey, I appreciate being on the show and everything. I appreciate seeing you, brothers. I gotta go. You know what I'm saying? No, I think so. No, like I, I truly think. I mean, he's he's one of the best in the East. So I think he's coming to his own right now. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm going to ask you this question, this follow-up question. All right. It's Coach Boogie's question. So, Levine has been putting up ridiculous numbers this season. Right. No, mm-hmm. you can't take that away from him. On Orlando. Yeah, right. So, like, is is that a result <laughs> of a really good player playing on a bad team who needs him to put up numbers? Or is he an actual superstar? Remember, Kevin Love put up ridiculous numbers – for a bad Timberwolves team, and then going somewhere, he, he with didn't him. see. You know, he didn't have the same production because he had a different role. But he never going, was quite the same somewhere. player. But you could pad the stat sheets when you are the number one option for a bad team. 
Coach P is going somewhere with this. So is, is he, I, I, I think the, the, the part of it that we're not agreeing with is that could he be a star? Yes, because he's good enough to be the best player on a team. Sure. Superstar is you're putting them in them with, you know, in the top, you know, 10 to 15 players. In okay. the league. All right. So maybe, maybe we do need a little more uh, sample size. I mean, this is the first year Donovan is the coach. So he's definitely getting the best out of Levine. We'll see what he does next year. I'm going to say this. i say this. If they're, they're what, C10? Mm-hmm. If my man can translate what he was doing in Orlando to the Bulls and get them to, you know, C, I don't know, six or seven, mm-hmm. then maybe he's tiptoeing in that direction. Now, next mm-hmm. year will be more telling as well. Uh, sure. When everybody's healthy, hopefully everybody stays healthy. But mm-hmm. to call him a superstar, I think I think that's a little too early. Yes, it is a little early. It is a little early. Yeah. What I what I meant was star, not superstar. I need to I need to watch my words. But you definitely uh, one thing one thing I <laughs> I know I know all right. You're definitely so we, we all agree on that. That are coming together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. But I mean, they're, you know, the teams they need to beat, they're going out there and doing what they need to do. So. Okay. I, it's a really good move for y'all. I think that was a smart, smart yeah. move. And yeah, because mm-hmm. I, I, I was wondering where you guys were going a few weeks ago talking about we're going to bring Derrick Rose back. I was like, that's your master plan, Chicago? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, so. I'm just glad we didn't. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. My bad. My bad. No, my bad. No, no, no. What all I was going to say was to speak on that. Like, I, I feel like Chicago doesn't have a plan. That's the only thing that worries me with the Bulls. Like, the Bulls is still hanging on the Jordan air. They have, they don't, they don't have like a plan on like maybe let's get some pieces that make sense. We have. Uh, what's his name? Zach Levine. Zach, you have Zach. Zach that's just, he just turned up because he just wants some more money. Like, let's just be honest. Like, he he's really turning up because there's nobody on the team. Give me the ball. I'm the best player on the team, hands down. Let me let me let me get some money out of this. So, but you don't have no particular plan on like what's the next move. Is I feel like the Bulls is trying to draft or trade to get someone to save them instead of them actually coming with a strategy and being like hey let's get these little pieces and build this build that and work our way up it's more or less of like let's just get us out the let's just get somebody a superman to get us out the hole i think i think what's going to end up happening is uh well for one i think i like the i like what we have with with markman now boosters and zach levine I mean, we definitely have some good, like a good young team, some core players. But you know, I, 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 I agree with you. I don't really know what I. I think that probably I think it was Billy Donovan who kind of maybe tr- made the push to, for them to actually try to do something because he was pushing for, for them to keep Zach Levine. Like he wasn't trying to, you know, get rid of him. Absolutely. 
But I mean, like you said, like it, it just goes to show, like they they never had a plan. Like they didn't ever. Like I don't know why they. I don't even know why we made the move for Otto Porter. Like uh, whenever we did that, like that just didn't make any sense at the time. Signing, yeah, yeah, signing D Wade to the contract that we gave him, and like that didn't make any sense. Like I, I mean, there's, I think it just reflects why nobody's coming. <clears throat> yeah, there's, there's 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 no. You can't you can't even pitch to a superstar, an actual superstar, when you don't have a plan. That's why nobody's coming to the Bulls, because everything is this is where Jordan Jordan was, or these this is the sixth champion, this is this, that, and the third. We did this with Jordan. Yeah, it's so too that, late. That's, for that. That, that's that was 20 plus years ago. So like what yeah, what are we gonna do now? Like I wanna Listen, superstars will want to create their own legacy. They don't want to follow somebody else. Well, I say you're supposed to, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, I just feel like with no plan, you're not going to attract anything. You're going to just attract trash. Yeah, I'm not, and to be honest, I'm not like, I'm not really looking for them to attract any big superstars. I just want to see what they were, like this whole. Not even just saying superstars, just like a good role player. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like everybody's they, going. They'll have to. Elsewhere. They'll have to like overpay somebody to to come do something. Like it, it'd be like a. They would have to overpay on. me if we don't have no plan. Because <laughs> if you don't, if be you, listen, because if well, you don't have a plan, I'm gonna make a plan for myself. Give me X amount of dollars. I can be here for a couple of years, and then I can go. Yeah, I, I think right. that's, a, that's a very good point, uh, Coach Boogie. Sure. Because there's there's a difference between. I'm a star player that is part of a, that's a cog as part of a team. And I'm a star player who just is on a team, right? So like several franchises have gone through this. And the problem is, and what Coach Boogie is talking about when it comes about a plan is they don't have an identity either. So you can't pitch to get a player if you don't even know who you are. And and so that's why after Kobe retired, the Lakers struggled. Why? Because they didn't have an identity. Their identity was wrapped in Kobe Bryant. I mean, look at the Thunder now. The Thunder have no identity. Chris Paul kind of helped them along with that as a floor Mm -hmm. to become a a scrappy, tough team. Yeah, but they got what? They got what? 34 draft picks over the next seven years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They out there counting out like. Draft pick after draft pick after draft pick. You know, Boston yeah. is actually struggling with that now. They have a they have really good players, <clears> though, <throat> so they can still make it in the East, but they don't have a true identity for their team. They play hard and they play well together, but you can't really say what their identity is. And so that's yeah, why they experiment they with the lineups because they're trying to find an identity that works for them. Something that works. And they haven't they haven't found it yet. So LeBron has helped establish the Lakers identity. And so now it's like, okay, we build around. Now, once he retires, watch, they're going to struggle again because they're going to need to find themselves again. Chicago has not found themselves since 1998. Well, we'll see with the Lakers because well, since- I feel like I feel like LeBron is grooming AD for that because yeah. it's always been a transit. There's a transition period, and I feel like if AD stays, like that can be that transition period. They, I mean, they might not be. Obviously, the same Laker team when LeBron leaves for right. sure, but like you still have that right. transition period where you can attract people, though. Yes, that's true. I have an AD here. We have a plan. 
won't you come over here? You yeah, know what I'm saying? Because they can go after, like, like Kevin Booker or something like that. Exactly. Perry when does exactly. uh, Bradley Beal become a free agent? Is it this year or next year? No, I don't know. Because, I mean, he resigns. I think it's actually – I think it's actually kind of a – yeah, I think he has a few years of watching. Yeah, because like, mm. if he wants to leave, somebody's gonna have to like really trade for him. Yeah, him a lot. Yeah, Man, his contract, his contract is crazy. Yeah, <clears throat> but yeah. yeah, that's true. If AD takes it and says, "Okay, this is gonna be my team," mm-hmm. y'all gonna build around me. Yeah, I do think the Lakers will. Be I there. I don't think he'll ever do that though. Like I don't. I think he's. Where else he gonna go? Is my question. I think you would try to go join another super team somewhere, to be honest. So, in your opinion, you don't think AD is an alpha? You think he's Ooh, better than me? Uh, Coach K. Oh. <clears throat> you got to think that long. It's a no. It's a no. Nah. <laughs> That's a no. <clears throat> that would be the only thing that, that holds them up is if AD – is pass is passive and is more of a beta player instead of an alpha player. Sure, I, and I, and I disagree with that because of what he did with New Orleans. I I think like I I feel like he stays because the only reason why I say that is like he's already taking a pay cut to try to get other players. They're already planning, mm-hmm. and we've seen that on this past this past season, right? He's not. There's nothing that's gonna. I don't think nothing. I don't think like a super team would attract him, especially with him already having a ring. With him getting a ring with LeBron and him being one of the primary reasons for this ring, yo, I'm gonna do this again. I'm not gonna join a super team. <clears throat> and I think seeing what KD gone through, I think a lot of people kind of is afraid to join super teams now. In my opinion, I may be wrong about that, but like KD, he received a lot of slander. And those two championships or whatever amount of championships he got with Golden State, like nobody's really respecting it. So I don't know. I think I think it gets to a point though where that where the sins start to start start to wash away somewhat though. I mean, because people I think people don't the the whole thing with KD though is just like he went and joined the team that beat him. I mean, that's that's his thing, but I, this one would be different. If he wins with Harden and Kyrie, it would be slightly different. Uh, He's the one that helped bring people there. They were building around him. They were a team that was a playoff-ish team, a weak playoff-ish team in the East to take them to a championship. It would be a little bit different. I do agree. It would be a little bit different, but I don't know if it would be that much better. Yeah, because BK has never really done anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, at Looking at the others, Coach K, who else did you have as a winner or loser for the um, for this uh, trade period? Um, I would say definitely Miami Heat getting over Depot, um, and then also I believe they have Lamarcus Aldridge now. Yeah. So I mean that puts them to me that I think that makes them the second team, the second best team in the East. Yeah, it's not. It's not official. Still talking. Set, oh, okay. So that I, that'll yes, make them like second, third, second, third best team definitively. Um, oh, definitely. Uh, I mean, obviously Chicago, uh, Portland, uh, <laughs> picking up Powell. Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it, it's 
What man? Shut up. Uh, <laughs> 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 Let me talk. Um, uh, and I say the Nuggets with uh, with getting Aaron Gordon and J- JaVale McGee. I think those were two nice pickups for them. Um, as far as losers, 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 uh, Lakers because they didn't make any moves. I mean, I'm assuming no problem. I'm guessing they they might be waiting for some contract buyouts. Maybe they try to get Drummond. Um, I know everybody's seeing this as like a win, but I think I think the Clippers getting Rondo is not going to work out. So I got that. I got that as a loss. I I have them as being a loser why, in this why, why is that? I just I just don't see it. I just don't. No, go I just ahead, don't see what. I, why, I why you don't see, see that work? You don't, you you just think Rondo is gonna just him and Beverly just gonna just start swinging at each other as soon as they see each other? <laughs> no, I just think just the personalities like Rondo, like PG, and I don't know, just like very there's very highly combustible elements on that team. I just don't think Rondo is the answer. I think I think Rondo. Hey, baby girl, hold on real quick. I think like. Um, I think Rondo, he brings, (laughs) I think Rondo brings like leadership, something that Kawhi lacks. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Kawhi is like a, like a great player, but he's not a leader though. Somebody said this in the group chat where he was like, Kawhi was a good, great player, but, but Kyle Lowry was the leader of the Toronto, that Toronto team. I don't know who said that. That was me. So and I and I, and I actually <laughs> the truth. And I totally agree. I agree with it a hundred thousand percent. And I think, but I think Rondo, I think I don't think it's the same I don't think it's the same Boston Rondo or even after Boston when he was just kind of going. Yeah. What do you say? Okay. I mean, even so on, I don't, I don't, I don't think the Lakers. Lakers Rondo either. What do you I'm mean? Saying, I don't think. What do you mm-hmm. do? What do you do on the Lakers? But I'm I mean, saying he was he was fantastic on the Lakers. That's exactly. So why wouldn't he be fantastic with the Clippers? I say that, getting along. I guess that's my with, question. I I don't know. I feel like getting along with like uh like LeBron is one thing, but trying to get getting along with like KD. I mean not KD, but like Kawhi and I don't know, man. man I, fun, I just, fun man. Paul you can't get along with fun man. <laughs> huh? <laughs> you can't get board man or fun man, whatever you call it. Board man. You can't man, get no, along bro. with board man. No, I'm cool. With, I'm so, cool with him, bro. Coach K, you think Rondo would get frustrated? I think. I think. I'm. I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking. I don't think he's gonna have anything to say that can get through to at least get through to Kawhi. I think Kawhi's still gonna be like lone man on his island, all by himself. In my perspective. I think Kawhi probably signed off on it. I think Kawhi wanted him there. No, yeah. well, Kawhi's been asking for a point guard this whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, my my opinion, I, I just feel like <laughs> Coach Nancy about to go off again. So, okay, again, like so I said in the, like I said in the, in the chat, though, like again, I just have a problem with Kawhi and Paul George last year because. They were mad at. They threw uh, Lou Williams under the bus. They threw Montrez Harrell under the bus. They threw Doc right. Rivers under the bus. They said, "Oh, it's y'all's fault." They all we lost in the bubble last year. All gone. Then 
they set the those two set the precedent all season of them showing up whenever they want to the whole time. So don't get mad at Lou Williams for going to the strip club and getting his own brand of wings before going to the bubble. That's y'all's fault. Sure. Don't blame Doc Rivers because y'all want to go 0 for 10 in the fourth quarter of a game seven that you were up 3-1. That's not Doc Rivers' fault. That's y'all's fault. Don't get mad at Montrez Harrell because he was trying to basically pump y'all up the whole time and say, hey, man, you're supposed to be Kawhi Leonard. You're supposed to play better. Oh, don't come at me like that. Now y'all want to get rid of him. And then this year, y'all still have the same problems you did last year. Y'all up 30 on teams and you're still losing. Why is that? You got a new coach. You got rid of all the bad players that that you said it was their problem last year. And we still got the same problems this year. Well, whose fault is it that like Lou Williams isn't performing? Is that is that Kawhi's fault that he's not performing, or is that Lou Williams' fault? I'm not saying that he wasn't performing. What I'm saying is for you to scapegoat them when you're the one I mean, PG, that came to LA and had the little king keychain on the commercial come about this is Kawhi Town now, and you're the one that went 0 for eight in the fourth quarter of a game seven. I forgot about that commercial. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> No, but that's all that's all I'm saying. You're supposed to be a superstar. Let LeBron James have been up last year 3-1 on somebody and then go 0 for 9 in the fourth quarter of a game seven mm-hmm. and watch what happened. People are still mm-hmm. giving this dude a pass just because he don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Yeah. I think I think PG can't blame nobody. You can't blame nobody. Because I'm saying that Paul after, George, after the game, I, Paul George can't blame anybody but himself. Because he, that's a, but that's and that's Paul, what Paul, like they don't take responsibility. You're supposed to be the two best players, and even if you want to have all these extra privileges, that's fine. But don't go over seven in the fourth quarter of a game seven when a series when you're up three one. Paul George out here hitting the side of the backboard. And that's all I'm saying. Bro, that's bro. all I'm saying. He was hitting none but the concession. So for me, the way I look at it, now that they got Rondo. He's been asking for a point guard this whole time. <laughs> He's been asking for a point guard this whole time. So, but they had Patrick Beverly. He's been asking <laughs> for a point guard the whole time. That's Don't the point. Patrick Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> He's been asking for a point guard the whole time. Now, no, that's the point. Credibility. Don't get me wrong. Beverly is a good defender. Point guard, though. Come on, man. That's what, but that's that's the whole point. He that's why even, he shouldn't even touch the ball. That's why he's been asking for it the just, whole time. So it's like, okay, Kawhi, we got you a point guard now too. You better deliver a championship now. No that's excuses. all I'm saying. No excuses. You no need excuses. to get to the finals. Right. You need to get to the finals. And again, like the window is open for you. Like AD's out, LeBron's out. In my opinion, even when they come back, they're still not going to be a hundred percent. They're going to be. They're just going to have to deal with. You know, the ankle, he, he, LeBron's going to have to deal with his ankle. And K, and uh, I said KD. AD is going to have to deal with his calf Achilles. Yep. It's not going to be 100% when they come back. They're just going to have to fight through it. So there's your opportunity right there. And if y'all lose again, I don't want to hear nothing about Kawhi Leonard. Nothing. If they play Denver, they'll lose again. But that's that's just my, that's, that's just my opinion on them. But, like, I, I don't want to hear no more they excuses play, they from play, They play Dallas, they'll lose again. Yeah. <laughs> Well, now that they're back and healthy. Yeah. But Porzingis yeah. playing well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Coach Natty T. Um, oh, hold up. I got I got oh, two no. more. You got two more. Oh, two. Uh yeah. The Celtics picking up Fournier. That's not going to help them get over the hump at all. Yeah, I thought that's, it was a great that's a that's a huge <laughs> L. Yeah. And, 
Sorry, but to Coach JB3's point, like, you really picked up another wing player? That's what you did at age? Like, you have nothing but wing players. Like, I don't, whatever. You need a big. They got Tristan. Tristan Thompson is their best big name now. Tristan Thompson. And they got rid of the. Yeah, he's on Boston. Yeah. Tristan Thompson. Because the, the Tice guy was a solid, like, backup big player. And, and then they got rid of him in this in this situation. So, like, you have no big men that you can count on to get buckets. I thought and they should have got, like, I thought they should have went for uh, for Aaron Gordon. Yes. That would have been a good fit. That would have been a good fit. Um, and then I got 76ers picking up George Hill. That's a, that's yeah. a I don't even know. I don't even know why he's still out there, man. I don't even know how he's still out. Let, let George climb that hill. Hey, man. Hey, <laughs> hey. George, All George, by himself. George All and – George Hill and Danny G just missing late game shots. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, God. That's just back-to-back air balls in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. I only, only thing I disagree on that list is the Lakers. I don't think they really need anything. I think they need a big man. Mm. Like a backup big I so because 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 Marcus is is like he probably should George uh Marcus Saul is like I don't I don't even know if I can call him by his last name I'm gonna call him Mark you can't put the Saul disrespectful to his brother <laughs> I wanted to call him Mark man <laughs> yeah 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 well I'll I'll go next so uh. I got well. Obviously, Miami Heat are big winners. Uh, Denver Nuggets are big winners. I I actually agree with Coach Boogie. I don't think the Lakers lost in terms of not making a move because I I think it's still it's still TBD because I do think they need another athletic big because right now what they're missing is Javale what Javale and Dwight Howard brought last year. That's what they're missing. Because mm-hmm. you have Trez, but he's still kind of undersized. Yes. So, and and to Coach K's point, Mark Gasol, he's just, he's just offensively, big. he gives More you like that. a higher basketball IQ, yeah. but defensively, it's just it's it's tough. Because even in the in the games that they've played, like when he gets in foul trouble, like they they it, it's tough. Because then AD has to move to center, which he doesn't like to play. Mm-hmm. And then LeBron has to do a little bit more. So. I think just for just having an extra athletic big he's kind of get them even to where they were last year and kind of help their rotation out a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, cause I thought, cause I heard, you know, the rumors about them potentially getting Kyle Lowry and they would have had to give up. Yeah. Um, was it? That one, they, uh, they probably would have Dennis like Schroeder. Yeah. It was Dennis like, Schroeder. Yeah. Um, that ACP. Hmm. And then I guess um, Toronto wanted THT, but they didn't want to give him up. But I felt like if you that would have been too much to give up for Kyle Lowry. For I think Lowry, Kyle Lowry is yeah. a bad player, but he's 35, 35 six foot. Like yep. that's not that's, worth it. That's a lot. That's a lot to give up. Yeah. You're already that's like because LeBron's 36, man. I mean, he's gonna need he needs some young legs in there. You yeah, know, Kyle's 35. Yeah, he's, he just turned 35. Right. Turned thirty five yesterday on the day de- on the deadline. Mm-hmm. So, I think sometimes the the best move you make is the is the move you don't make. Sometimes, 
because I think that it would have been too much for them to give up. Yeah. So, um, losers, Boston Celtics, because I just I don't to point earlier. I just don't. I don't understand why Danny Ainge is hoarding all these draft picks if he's not going to use them. Nope. <laughs> I just don't. I don't understand that. Um, <laughs> he has all these draft picks. Like, oh, like him and the Thunder have all the draft picks in the future NBA drafts. It seems like, but he don't want to use them to gain some assets. I don't understand that. Danny's a hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought the 76ers look. I, I don't. I don't really like the George Hill pickup. That doesn't. That. That doesn't help them at all to me. Yep. Um, so those are my two losers. But kind of going back to the Heat, man. Whew, if especially if they can get Lamarcus Aldridge, which it looks like from what we've what I've seen, um, they're scary. in the and not that he's going to be <clears throat> averaging twenty or nothing, but like when you had because you had him, you have Old Depot, you have Jimmy B, uh, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Adebayo. And yeah, you got Tyler Hero coming off the bench. You still got Dragic in there. Like that's a very that's a deep squad. Very deep squad. That's scary. Um, and and a very versatile squad that can play you know decent offense and defense. So to me, like if I'm the Brooklyn Nets, I don't think they needed to make a move. But if I'm the Brooklyn Nets, like that's the team I'm kind of eyeing because that's scary. Yeah, I think KD and although I think he's. He's another one that's not going to be 100, 100%, but I think they're just holding him out because they're playing well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I think that's – if I'm the Nets, because I still think the Nets are the cream of the crop in the East, even though they're number three. Um, but I feel like that's the team I'm looking at if I'm on the Nets, if I'm on the Nets team, like, yo, Miami, like, because don't get me started on Giannis. <laughs> hey, he, he, that's going to be your MVP <laughs> this year. Everybody Man. else is hurt. <laughs> Man, don't get me started on him. Don't be your then, MVP, bro. I'm telling you. And then the thing <laughs> is with the 76ers, I love what I've been seeing from Embiid so far this season, but I his body is unreliable, as we can see. So I just I can't <clears throat> trust him to carry them throughout playoffs. So they gotta get rid of Ben Simmons, man. Yeah, it's just it's not a good fit, man. It's, it's just it's just got I to thought they fun. they were trying to get Lowry, they were trying to trade for him. <laughs> It's just getting yeah. from what I understood. I mean, it's just getting to that point where you've been in the league way too long for you not to not have to a, have a jump shot. Like nope. it doesn't make any sense. Like it's it's just time to move on. Yeah, yeah. Like this, there's two things, man. You have to have a, you have to have at least a mid range, right? And you have to have defense, right? Those are the two things you need to make any like to 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 get a championship. Those mm-hmm. are the two main things. Yep. Yeah. You ain't gonna see the 76ers in there, and you ain't gonna see the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> Man, hey, but Ben Simmons, if you're listening, we'll take you. Man, come on. <laughs> they, they, they sure will. They sure will. They will. They'll take they'll take a style phone cut too. Ben Simmons needs to be on a team where he's not relied on to score at all. And he's not, uh, you know, so if, if he went to like I'm just I'm just making up something. So like it's just say, oh, the Clippers get Ben Simmons. And it's like, okay, that makes sense. You can play defense, you can facilitate the basketball. Yeah. You can you can get to the basket and score, but you're not really dependent on to do that. They have other people for that. That's the type of team that Ben Simmons would flourish yeah. on. But yeah. you know, Philly's not the, never gonna get rid of. Yeah, but the problem no, with him right. though, but I still feel like the problem with him with Ben Simmons though, once you get to the playoffs. And from a defensive scheming standpoint, we're going to say, okay, Ben, you shoot. And that's your problem. 
Because mm-hmm. again, when you have somebody that is that completely is not capable of shooting, like that changes your dynamic of the defense. Because yep. again, like <clears throat> I go to the Brooklyn Nets, like yeah. why I think they're going to be a, such a tough out is everybody can <clears throat> everybody can like get a get a bucket you yeah. know what i'm saying like so and then especially in today's nba and i've talked about this last week part of my frustration of watching the nba is you know the referee because all the little quirks and little like nuances of how a foul is administered because like you know james harden just does this and bumps into him does that it's a foul and he does it perfectly Kyrie does it really well kd does it really well and they all shoot 90% from the free throw line. So you can't really <clears throat> too physical with them. So yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. Flip it back to Ben Simmons. Like, it's, it's similar to the, uh, to the <laughs> problem with Giannis. Like, you just build a wall, Giannis, and he's not going to do anything. Yeah. He's not going to do anything. Same with Ben Simmons. Okay, Ben, we know you, can, you have a lot of skills, but we're going to make you shoot. Yeah. Uh, We're going to clog the whole lane and make you shoot. And he's not going to take the shots. And, you know, question I have for, about Ben is, because that's, that's great, like what both you and JT did, I mean, spoke about. Um, I guess my question is, is like, with Ben Simmons' value so high, does that hurt him? Because to trade him, he's going to need a lot. And to if he even waits for his contract to end for him to join a team, he's going to need a lot. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because like because what you're saying is true. And but also what uh, Coach P is saying is true, because like. I understand what you're saying and I and and totally I can totally understand what you're saying, because you could always be like, yo, you shoot the three ball and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Also. If you see them on like a Boston Celtic team, mm-hmm. that would be bananas mm-hmm. because he can always drive in the middle to collapse the defense and toss it out to somebody. Mm-hmm. But the question is, you have all these great players like Clippers, Boston, even the Lakers. Your money's tied up. You can't even afford a Ben Simmons. Nah. For what you get out of them. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Regardless if regardless if it's a trade or you know he's done with his contract at the 76ers and he's just like I'm just looking for a team to join. Mm-hmm. Like he's gonna want a certain amount of money, yeah. right? Yeah. Or assets, whatever the case may be. So like it's I feel like his value, the value that they that they've I guess built for him or whatever the case may be, I feel like it hurts him in a, in a way. Yeah. As far as winning, I'll say that. As far as winning, as far as him like getting a championship, he may not get one till the end of his career when he's like bench warming. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the moral of the story is Ben Simmons, get a jump shot, please, because yes. you would be unstoppable. I don't understand. Like I just don't understand. Basketball like, you're shot every day. You wake up every morning. Because to pay your bills is basketball and you can't that's like that's like me not even knowing how to turn my computer on. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. It, it, it's and it's like it's impossible because you've seen Lonzo Ball is a perfect example. Did not really have a good shot entering the NBA. It was ugly. 
right? It was an ugly shot. It was not going to work. He changed his mechanics and everything. Yes, this dude got drafted, changed his whole shooting motion, and is able to shoot now at a higher percentage for New Orleans. 40%. 40%. Before Ben Simmons is able to be able to have a jump shot, period. Like weird. And and that's that's why it's so important that when you have these franchises, the one thing I say I like about the Patriots is that Belichick gets rid of people a year early rather than a year late. Mm. He does that from talent perspective and from a financial perspective. That's why they never put a lot of money into a lot of people. Because it's like, okay, I can get a lot for you because your value is there, but there's not a lot of money that has to be tied up in it. So I'm going to get rid of you a year early. That's what Philadelphia should have done. So these people that were calling for Simmons and Embiid to be separated, and everybody was like, nah, nah, just give them time. Their time is up. Let's see what they do this year, of course. Yeah, it's been like five years. What did they say? What was the the slogan? Trust the process. Trust trust the process, yeah. The process. It's been like five, six years already. Like, how are we going to wait? So that's what – I don't know. I think it'll be telling too because now they got Doc Rivers. Like if Doc Rivers can somehow, like since they'll have a longer offseason, see if he can work with them and get something out of them. But I mean, at this to, point, he needs to know how to shoot, though. Like yeah. I mean, that's that's, that's not Doc Rivers, though. Like that's that's, that's personal. I know that's, that's personal. Benjamin. That's personal. But because the thing about them though is their success is predicated on their defense. They're the top three mm-hmm. in steals per game, blocks <laughs> per game, and total defense. So their ability is like, we're not going to be able to hang with these teams if we're giving up a bunch of buckets. We don't have the firepower. So we got to hold you down on defense to be able to match you. What happens when Matt hits the fan and they come across a powerhouse like a Brooklyn or, or anybody from the Western Conference, pretty much? Yeah. It's not, or just, not or just a team that's just hot. Yeah, just happen, that's just hot. That just happens to get hot on you. Yeah. I mean, Danny. Defense on that. Danny and, George, Danny and George are just going to have to hit shots, man. Tell yeah. Because oh I've always felt with the Sixers. <laughs> 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 Missing free throws. <laughs> LeBron's still looking at him side eye like, you can't hit one free throw, dog? Yeah, yeah. Man. I'm, I'm but, but, yeah, but I guess kind of my last thoughts on Philly, because I've always felt like maybe this may be a hot take to y'all, but just – from a talent perspective, I've always felt like like Philly in terms of Joel Embiid and, and Ben Simmons, like they're arguably have two top five players in the league mm-hmm. based off talent, talent yes. right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because imagine if Embiid, as far as how he played before, before he got hurt, imagine if he had that kind of like mentality his whole career and like really took care of his body and all that mm-hmm. where it was more durable and if Ben Simmons could shoot like imagine that man It'd be the best like, duo. It would be unstoppable but again it would like, be a top be, five you know, duo that'd be, that'd be like current day Penny and, and Shaq yeah like they would be unstoppable man but yeah. you know you have to want it for yourself man you can't you can't you know you can't force somebody yeah. to drink the water right when it's right there in front of them so that's why when everybody was like, is this the new Penny and Shaq? I was like, y'all need to slow your rolls, number one. Oh, I mean, talent-wise, yes. Yeah. Talent-wise, yeah. yes. But they just they just don't, you know. They don't. The man has no shot. The I'm man has no shot. Bl- I'm just still mind blown. Not even a free throw. So, like, right. it's, it's not like you can get fouled and you shoot 90% from the free throw. Like, right. he can't shoot a free throw. Right. No, right. no, no. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's just 
I don't know. That's just and basketball is me. your job. Like, that's that's your nine to freaking five. Like, yeah, I don't that's get crazy it. to me. I don't get it. Crazy. But like I said, they they have to want it for themselves. So you know, yeah. it is what it is. So I'm not going to belabor the winners. I think we're in agreement with those. Denver with Aaron Gordon and JaVel McGee doing his second stint in Denver. Um, this really helps uh, against a team like the Lakers with a healthy AD. Once they're playing, we saw that the Denver Nuggets got exposed in the paint because they could do nothing with big uh, with uh, AD. They didn't have a lot of people they could throw at them. They have more wing defenders, <clears throat> guard defenders. That's mm-hmm. not going to help you against an AD. Yeah, but you got some McGee. bodies you can throw at them now. And it, yeah, yeah. Right. So now it's like Jokic doesn't have to take the brunt of it because he's not yep. the quickest guy, and you don't want him to get in foul trouble because then you're losing 30 points a game, right? Yep. So, but you're able to throw these other guys who can also get you <laughs> – you know, Aaron Gordon can get you 15 to 20, you know, on a, on, a, on a good night. He can get you that, but you don't need him to do that. You're not dependent on him to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and JaVale McGee is going to block shots. He's going to crash the boards um, and, and give you hustle plays. Uh, with Oladipo and if uh, Aldridge comes through, that would be awesome for Miami. Uh, Coach Natty T brought up in the chat that they did get a reason. What was it, a week ago? Yeah, and they got Arizo a week ago too. So yeah. that's another Man. like, yeah, that's another guy off the bench, solid veteran, Man, champion, right. like knows how to win. Like that's and this that is, roller coaster of Chicago. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's that's the problem with a lot of management is because you have a team, you have a player. <laughs> Coach K has left the building. Coach K. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, I got to do the show, man. I got it for the fans. I got to do it. You know, so I can't get upset. But um, I think a lot of people, they invest in the wrong people. This is building up the Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid situation. But a lot of players will invest number one money and number one responsibilities to a number two player. And we see this mistake over and over and over again. I love Victor Oladipo. He's not a number one. I love LaMarcus Aldridge. He's also not a number one. He flourished when it was him and Lillard playing. And it's like, okay, he can get you buckets. And then he could throw it into me and I can get buckets too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that is now, that takes the pressure off of these two guys. They could just hoop now, right? There's no, I had, there's an alpha in Jimmy Butler. So I don't have to be the verbal leader of the team. He's going to be that. And he can get us 30 to 40 points when need be. And I got a bunch of shooters and I just get in where I fit in and use my talent. So if they're able to do that, that makes them extremely dangerous uh, and extremely explosive. Cause you looked at, they made it all the way to the finals last year and were able to get two games on the Lakers. So imagine if they had these guys, Jimmy was beating the Lakers by himself. By him. Literally. He sure by was. Him. Yeah. By himself. He sure was. Cold blooded. Yeah. Yes. Flat top. Yeah. yeah. So, I did have Chicago because I, I do like the Vucevic move. I do think that that's going to make them better. That's going to make them competitive for that, that, um, that turn, that playoff seed, um, you know, for the playoff seeding, they had to play in tournaments. Sorry. Uh, losers, the Houston Rockets. So you talk about a team that has not found its identity. What we spoke about earlier in the show. And they've been lost. They've been lost. <laughs> <laughs> Like that that yeah. was established even before the trade deadline. Yeah, they've been lost. I don't, think, yeah, I don't think they had an identity with Harden <laughs> on the team. Yeah. So yeah. you had you had stars and you know, Harden's case, a superstar, carrying your team, getting you there each year to the playoffs. So you have Daryl Morey gone. 
Okay, Harden, gone. Oh. Westbrook, gone. Okay, now we're going to get John Wall. He's coming back off major injury. Oh, we got Boogie Cousins. Oh, we good now. We good now. Cousins, gone. Wall, not happy. And then what they did was, okay, for Harden, we're going to get us a, a score. We're going to get somebody that can get certified buckets. And Karis LeVert is that person he can get, who can get buckets. He's proven he could do that for Brooklyn. <laughs> but he got, you know, they, they did his physical and found out he, you know, he had, um, was it a, uh, was it a tumor or something? Like he had something that needed to be removed or, or taken care of uh, that he didn't even it was know. Some sort of, it was a, uh, they found a blood clot in his lungs. Blood clot, mm. yes. He, I mean, he's good now, but okay. they caught it. So they oh, caught nice. it early enough. Nice. So yeah, he's good nice. now. So then it's like, okay, you have Levert. And then they were like, yeah, you know what? We're going to go get Oladipo, who has proven to not be a number one, but you're going to invest number one type of potential in it instead of building around what you already have. So what happens is Oladipo goes to Houston. He doesn't like it there. He already said he wanted to go to Miami. So now you lost Levert going to Indiana. So your young talent that you could build around that you don't have to put a lot of money in, he's gone. And then Oladipo is now gone too. Now you're left with John Wall and a bunch of role players. Houston, you lost. You lost the whole season. Like the whole season you lost, starting from the offseason until now. Um, Orlando, you lost four out of your five starters. So I, that's, that's a rebuild. So at least for the foreseeable future, you've lost. Yeah, and Orlando is not a franchise that I feel confident in to say, you know what, they're going to make the best of this situation. No, they haven't. They haven't since uh, Dwight Howard. Yeah, I mean, so they're they're done. I I would say Cleveland too. Cleveland Cleveland lost in this. Uh, you know the you know Drummond's not going to you know not going to be there for long. Uh, McGee is already gone. Uh, so really, you're looking what looking at a talented backcourt in Garland. Um, and, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? What's the point guard? Colin Sexton. Thank you. Yeah. So you got a strong, but you have no talent around them to really get anything to maximize it. So you're wasting young players years again. So those are my, those are my winners and losers. I feel like all those teams were already losing before. So it's like, y'all just stay where y'all at. You lost again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all just stay losing. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, to your point about Houston, though, it's true. Cause it's, but I think they, they lost before the season started because, again, like with the whole James Harden situation, like I, I understand like organizations don't want to acquiesce to the players, but like this is why like you have to just take the emotion out of it and just be professional. Like he told you at the beginning of the season, like, yo, I don't want to be here. And they all just let it linger on and linger on and do this back and forth. Like, dude, you shouldn't have just tried to trade them from the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. And then even if you're hitting the reset button, you're starting off in a clean slate. Because to your point, like, it just looks messy now. Yeah. Where you could have just started off on a clean slate. Like, all right, James Harden's about to be, like, you know, he wants to go to Brooklyn, but we're going to see the best offer. Mm-hmm. Just go from there, get you some draft picks, even nope. what, what OKC's doing. You know what I'm saying? And Because I feel like, you just have to kind of prepare for that next wave of contracts that's coming up, like the Zions, like the Devin Bookers, <laughs> like the John Morants. Because if, if, if I'm Houston, I convinced James Harden to come here once <laughs> as, as a potential superstar. I can probably do that again, right? Not, not with. Not now. 
well, now with all that happening, and, well, now, now, well, and now, now John Wall is unhappy. Well, yeah, now that's what I'm saying. I'm yeah, saying oh, yeah, like at, at like at the you. beginning of the season no, when he you. first acted. That's that's what I'm saying. No, like, that's the you. perspective yeah, that you should have had. Just start off with a clean slate. Be like, all right, all right, James Harden. Like it's been real. It didn't. You didn't win the championship. You've been a great player for us. But like, all right, let's see the best deal we can get and just move on. Like take the emotion out of it. Like I understand the whole player power dynamic, but at the end of the day, like it's business. Like if he doesn't want to be there, like get the best deal and move on to the next thing. Like why are Mm -hmm. y'all trying to do this back and forth? And it can be said, now it looks messy. Now, now you're trying to go after these other players and they'll be like, man, I don't know. That whole James Harden foot. I don't know. I don't know about Houston. Now it looks bad. So I don't know. That that was my whole thought from the beginning of the season. Like, just trade them. Like, yeah. but you know, whatever. That's definitely true. I mean, players are looking at they're willing to do that to James Harden. Then what are they going to do with me if I if I'm unhappy about anything? Right, right. I'm trying mm-hmm. to voice my opinion about anything. And James is definitely, and and he was culpable as well because I mean he was. But I but I I said it in the group chat. I told y'all. I said, watch. He's just going to continue to act out even more and even more until he gets his way. Because I, yeah. I was telling you, because him not when he didn't show up for for uh for training camp when he was at the strip club, he knew exactly who was close. Yeah. And he was like in the strip club, like yeah, like yeah, put his mask down, like yeah, making sure he saw taking selfies with everybody. But that was a but it was a subliminal shot. He was like, okay, you didn't listen. Okay, all right, I'm gonna come here, and then he was just poking, getting got everybody mad. Oh, you didn't practice and everything. Okay, I'm gonna wear a fat suit now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, now you listen. Okay, all right. You should just trade it from the beginning. Mm -hmm. So our our last topic topic we're gonna talk about the worst fan bases in sports. Those fans that just irritate our very souls. So I'm gonna ask you. (laughs) I have one in particular. You got one. Go ahead. Go ahead. Kick us off. OSU fans are the worst fans. If I can just line, if I can just line them up one by one and just do one v one boxing <laughs> sparring matches, I will, I, I will be, I will die happy. <laughs> OSU fans are the worst. And actually, the reason why I do not like OSU is not because of OSU; it's because of the fans. Mm-hmm. I hate the fans that much. <laughs> Oh boy. Oh, H. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Fans are the worst. If I had more, right. I would give them four thumbs down. Four thumbs down. <laughs> Can I get somebody in here to give them two more thumbs? We got four thumbs down. It, it, it's, it, they're irritating. I, I hate to say that. And, and for those who don't know, Coach Boogie uh, is not from Ohio, but currently lives in Ohio. So, uh, been here for, for been Ohio for a while and seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mostly ugly when it comes to OSU fans. Yeah, it's, all good. it's just bad. You just skip good. Bad. I'm gonna have Coach Natty go last on this because I know. This was his topic, and he ready to go. Ahead. Okay, he said, "Oh, he yeah. does. He's ready." Though. We already know. You already know. Y'all already know my answer. So. Yeah. You know, like everybody used to do a uh, double dutch outside and like. You see, and then somebody waiting to jump in, like wait to jump. That's the coach Natty T right now. He waiting to jump in. To, to jump, in. <laughs> jump in, jump <laughs> out. Like coach Natty T, you be like, oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be, that's gonna be good. All right, coach, can I have you go next? 
your worst fan bases in sports? Browns fan. I cannot stand Browns fans. I hate Browns fans. They like they feel like they're so loyal to their team and like I don't know. I I I hate I hate the Browns because of the fans. <laughs> Browns fans suck. I hate I hate your team. I hate you. <laughs> I hate Cleveland. <laughs> you hurt you. Did the Browns hurt you? Man, yes, they did. Oh my god. <laughs> I hate your team. It's a mask. I hate where you work. It's your colors. Um, Who puts orange and hate... together anyway? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, as far as football teams, I hate um, only two more teams. I I hate. Sorry, James. I hate Pittsburgh fans. I can't stand them because they always stand on the history of the team. This is what we've done, the dynasties we've had. And I, I don't care. Like, I, I hate Pittsburgh fans. I Most of all the Pittsburgh fans. Not everybody, I ha- and I hate the team. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, man. I hate – um. Honestly, I hate Green Bay fans too. Because I was because I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. First thing they want to bring up is like they want to rub it in the face that you know that that I mean the Packers are the better team at least right now. But I hate that, and they're always rubbing rubbing that stuff. And Philly fans, like I hate the Philadelphia Eagles too. Can't stand them. Sorry, they're just mean. They they are, bro. They're worse than the Browns, to be honest. Um, yeah. Um, I'm an OSU fan, but I hate other OSU fans because they always I, they have unrealistic expectations about football. It makes it hard for to for me to watch a just an OSU football game. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. Uh, as far as NBA, I would have I would have said the Warriors, but the Warriors are, are kind of like they're not, they don't have that dynasty anymore. So I'm cool with them. Um, <laughs> all is forgiven. <laughs> yeah, all is forgiven. Uh, I hate Chicago Bulls. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> honestly, I hate I hate Team LeBron fans because they they hold him in such high esteem. They have like. They they think he's the goat when he's not. They think that uh, he's the greatest player of all time when he's not. He's top five probably when he'll finish. But nah, I hate Team LeBron. Um, and I probably say, as far as NBA, I think that's I hate the Brooklyn Nets. Hate Kyrie. Jeez. I've always hated KD. The longest list of, of the life. <laughs> you got a lot of hate in your life. You mean, you know, I have a lot of hate in my heart, like, man. Coach K go last. Yeah, yeah. My goodness. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I, um, I, I had OSU fans. I'm going to let Coach Natty T take it from there. And this, I, I'm take, it for, take the OSU part. But I, you know, live in Ohio, lived in Columbus, Ohio my whole life. Um, the Buckeyes themselves don't irritate me, but the fans are some of the most non-objective people I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, very victim-blaming type people. Uh, so 
Dallas Cowboy fans, and I say this because I grew up on, and I have, for those of you who see my background on the promo videos we do, I have Dallas Cowboy stuff in the back because Emma Smith, Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin, Deion Sanders fans had the jerseys and everything like that. So they hold a special place in my heart. But the Dallas Cowboy fans are always the fans that say, this is our year. Like, we're the best team in the league. We are America's team. Like, how, how are you America's team and you haven't won the Super Bowl since 95, 96 season? Was it 95? Yeah. How are you America's team when you've won, what, two playoff games since then? Maybe three playoff games since then? You haven't even sniffed the Super Bowl since then. You haven't even been a game that would let you into the Super Bowl since then. <laughs> no. Like, how how are you America's team? And Jerry Jones, I mean, for the businessman that he is, you know, I, I respect a lot of, of that side of things. You know, I don't respect him. But, <laughs> but I, at the end, because he does – from the list you gave, bro. He got a whole number. <laughs> <laughs> you hate yeah, us too, Kenny? Oh, you hate <laughs> no, 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 no. I hate Smurf, but no. No, 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 I don't hate nobody. I still got, I still got, you know. He still got we'll, we'll, we'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. I bet, you, I bet you got a bunch of holes in that. In that <laughs> 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 I mean, but yeah, so. Very non-objective. Uh, the organization doesn't make good moves that you should feel proud of. So, like, stop toting this America's team moniker because that the franchise hasn't earned that at all. Uh, so, yeah, done with that. Uh, that also goes to who should be called America's team, the New England Patriots. That makes a little bit more sense. But I don't like their fans. You know, I, I don't like it because they're always victims, right? Tom Brady wins six Super Bowls for you, and you still like, man, we didn't get it all those years. We should have had 12. But, you know, they blaming us, thinking we deflating footballs, and we got, you know, like, come on, man. Like, where there's smoke, there's fire. Y'all recording stuff. Y'all y'all deflating footballs. Tom Brady didn't want to give up the evidence. So, like, you know y'all did something wrong. In fact, a lot of the rules that are in, in, installed into the NFL to protect quarterbacks are because of your particular quarterback. So if Raider fans had a beef with you, that makes more sense because they could have went to a Super Bowl, but all of a sudden the tuck rule gets implemented because of Tom Brady. You can't hit the quarterback at a certain point because Tom Brady got hurt and had to miss an entire season. So, like, there's no victims here. There's no victims here. Uh, and lastly, I would go to Notre Dame fans. And I brought them up because you talk about a fan base that holds on to their history so much that they can't see their present and they don't have a future. Like, that is the Notre Dame fan base. <laughs> Who's the last star player that they have produced? You said they have no future. No. <laughs> what is golden be golden golden tate maybe golden tate is your that's your re most recognizable name from the last 10 years <laughs> golden tate and I'm, I'm not talking about like linemen and stuff like that i'm talking about like the skill positions right you know so we know that they they do produce pretty good linemen but the skill positions where golson you know what i'm saying so like you and, and they're their most obnoxious 
fans because they feel like, oh, we got it this year. Oh, man, we should have been in, in the in the in the top four. We in were the playoff. No, been in playoff. Yeah. No, no, you shouldn't. Have. No, you shouldn't. Have. You beat a team that didn't have their starting quarterback. Congratulations. So, that's my list. Coach Natty T, bring us home. All right. So, actually, my. I'm not bad as Coach K. We should have let Coach K go go last because my goodness, he was like, I just hate everybody. Like I hate sports. I hate all around ball. Like my goodness, he probably, he probably yeah. go right after you anyway. <laughs> got a continuance. Here, why is the football brown? I hate the football. <laughs> all right, so actually, some of mine are actually pretty similar to yours, Jared. But so one of mine is. Anybody who are diehard fans of the NCAA institution, y'all try. <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole NCAA. The whole old school mindset. This whole amateurism mindset. All you people are complete trash. Oh. Yeah, I said it. Y'all can add me on Instagram. I won't respond because I don't post anything. So waste your time with them. Okay. So... <laughs> <laughs> I actually got to put Yankees fans in there. Very yeah. annoying. Oh, I hate the Yankees. Um, Notre Dame fans. Mm-hmm. This is your grandfather's Notre Dame, so leave it with your grandfather. So next, Lakers fans. Um, very annoying because they lose all perspective. Because last year, yep. like up until last year, y'all hated LeBron James. Now, oh yeah, LeBron, yeah, you about to do this. I'm like, dude, didn't y'all deface the man's moral twice? <laughs> sure did. As soon as he got there, before he got off the plane, bro, it was writing their names like, all over. Like, I understand the allegiance to Kobe, and everything. now all of a sudden, that you can't say that nothing. artist spent hours like yeah. putting that together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I want to spray paint my man. Just, just no perspective there from Lakers fans. I mean, I, and I get it. I get it. But no perspective. The Cowboys fans. <laughs> we playing tic-tac-toe. Yeah. Twice, though. Like, no, twice. Bro, right. right. I forgot all about that. So sure is next to Coach K's point. Trash. Because I, I just the whole – I don't know why y'all fall for Jerry Jones – trap every year every single I hate Jerry Jones man yeah like the, the man that like I would never the one thing that really ticked me off as a former Cowboys fan was when they played this was a few years ago Denver Broncos at at the uh, Dallas Cowboys it was the afternoon game it was a crazy game like 54 points I think no nah, because they both scored 50 plus Tony Romo throws an interception at the end of the game, and they lose. Typical. Of course he did. Here you go, Jerry Jones, at the end of the game. That was a great show, wasn't it? <laughs> no. Nah. Nope. Nope. I'm done. Man. He said that was a great show, wasn't it? And I'm like, Jerry? No. Really, Jerry? Really? No. Done. Trash. Um, two. You sound like he watched a good movie. That's what the man said at the print conference. Like it was like, yeah, that was a great show. Like, what are you talking? Whatever, man. It's not a show, man. We're trying to win the game. But yeah, like y'all <laughs> lost. Like, 
So number two, Jerry Jones. All Cleveland sports fans, complete trash. The city's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> all y'all trash. <laughs> y'all can y'all can at me or whatever. I don't care. Born and raised in Columbus, Ohio. I can't stand y'all. The whole city. All y'all trash. <laughs> No, you about to, you oh man! All of us. <laughs> no, y'all fine. No, I'm saying I put I put my name on. We it. all in care. we all in Ohio, but this man, <laughs> this man is elsewhere. The Indians, Browns, the Cavaliers. Because, like I said, Coach JB three, you remember this, right? Because when the one thing that really ticked me off when the Cleveland Cavaliers won a championship, mm-hmm. I see I'm not going to name names, and not not none of y'all, but when I was on Facebook at the time. All these people we knew that grew up in Ohio, yep. grew up in Columbus specifically, yep. that back in the day when they were giving away tickets mm-hmm. to the Cleveland Cavaliers, they didn't go for Cleveland, right? Mm-hmm. People in Columbus was like, oh, no, I'm from Columbus. I ain't from Cleveland. Then they win the championship. It was like, yeah, Ohio versus the world. Strong, yeah. Y'all want nothing to do with Cleveland back in the day, dog. Like, quit faking. Y'all act like y'all didn't burn the man's jersey two years prior. Ooh, yes, sir. He sure did. did. But he he kind of deserved that, though. I'm just just saying, like, quit, quit, like, stop. He He was trying to clean too. Yeah, the man played his contract out and decided, like, okay, maybe he shouldn't have done the decision. But that's it. Like, he was a free agent. He can go wherever the heck he wanted. That was Dan Gilbert. That was Dan Gilbert. It, well, no, don't get me wrong. For we, me, we, it was we, we all, I was, I it was, was me, you, and James. Yes. in the same room. That was that was. I was celebrating. I was like, yes, thank you. The decision, good. the decision was amazing. I actually think they should bring the that good in. Lord answers prayers. I want. I've been praying for the downfall of the city of Cleveland up until that <laughs> point, and it, it came true. It was a downfall. I was like, yes, believer. It, yes. wasn't, it was a downfall. I didn't pray for a whole downfall of the city, though, man. Come oh, on. I did. Oh, I was praying Yo, for it for a long time. The economy. <laughs> the oh, you go front. Like, I'm just telling you. The economy so, has not been the same since yeah. that man left. So yeah. all, y'all, all y'all trash. Every last one of y'all trash. Mm. And then, no, last but not least, Ohio State fans. Just no perspective, no like grasp of reality. The whole the Ohio State thing just really ticks that's, everybody off. That is and even to go to te- I take it a step further, because, again, I, I feel like I have good perspective on this because I've lived in, what, six different states now, right? <clears throat> what Ohio mm-hmm. State fans don't realize is they bloviate so much about Ohio State outside of Ohio that it takes the identity of the state of Ohio. And I said this in the chat, in our group chat, right? That's the problem. Because I dealt with this all the time. You know, you just talk small talk with people. Oh, where are you from? Oh, yeah, I'm from Columbus. I was like, oh, you're a Ohio State fan. I'm like, no, I'm not. I can't stand them. <laughs> it takes on the identity of the whole state of Ohio. Because that's part mm-hmm. of the reason why when people from Ohio go elsewhere and then people are surprised that, like, we actually have civilization. Because it's so associated with Ohio State. And most colleges around the country, if you think about it, with the exception of like UCLA, maybe like a St. John's, maybe a USC because they're in Los Angeles. Most of your other big name programs are in small <clears throat> towns. Mm-hmm. You bloviate about Ohio State and when people like us or say we're from Columbus, they just think it's just some some little like cow town. And it's not. It's not. So that's the thing that really ticks me off. Because it's like in, in the midst of them bloviating about Ohio State and having passion for it, 
you're not realizing that you're damaging the whole image of Ohio mm-hmm. at the same time. So stop it. Amen, brother. Be realistic. Yep. Just calm down. It's just college football. Yeah. Everybody knows Ohio State is one of the top five programs in all of college football. We all know that. And you but have to play your way out of it. about it. The playoffs. You gotta right. you gotta really lose to not get into the playoffs if you're a That's what I'm saying, man. Like that's all I'm saying. And then again, <laughs> and then again, all perspective. And I'll bring this up again, because even during the, the BCS years and even during the now the college football playoff years, like Ohio State always thinks everybody's out to get them. Nobody's out to get Ohio State. Like they will change rules to get Ohio State in. Like stop. They, they did it this year. They, they did, did it, it twice did. with the COVID rules. Like they literally changed the COVID protocol rules so they can get in. Twice. <laughs> and y'all victims? Like come on, bro. Like they already had the rules in place. You're only you're supposed to play at least like six Big 10 games. They played five and they still let y'all in. Mm. Man. So don't give me the whole mm. woe is me, we're the victim, everybody's out to get Ohio State. Like, dude, it's Ohio State. At the at, and I've said mm. this before on, on, on a show prior. At the beginning of the season, <clears throat> Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, then it's like that fourth spot is up for grabs. Yes. Those three programs have to play their way out yes. of getting into the college football playoff. That means losing at least two games, mm-hmm. at least. Because it's a business. And that's my other point with, with fans of the NCAA. Y'all need to stop with this whole BS <clears throat> about, oh, this is amateurism. And like, this ain't high school, bro. This ain't Pee Wee. It's a business. Big business. A business. Big business. Quit the BS, man. Stop it. What nonprofit Pee Wee League, you know, bringing in $10 billion a year? What's amateur about that? That's my point exactly. So I'm that's, that's why all them, all them all them old school people that are like, oh, get your education. Uh, no, you go get your education. I'll give me my money. <laughs> go read a book. I'll go bounce a ball and make twice as much you'll make in your lifetime. Can I can I add two more teams to my list? No. Uh, all right, cool. Uh West Virginia. I, I hate any, <laughs> any and every West Virginia sports team. It's <laughs> not you because no, when you were when you were passionate, when you were passionately explaining to me, like because when I went to college, I uh, uh, college I went to had a bunch of West Virginia fans and they were all about their program and this and that. And I was just like, they had Pat. What was it? Pat White was a quarterback. Mm-hmm. They they were always like overselling the team. All oh, we're going to do this. All oh, we're going to the championship. Nah, West Virginia sucks, man. I'm sorry. Yep, sorry. Like, no, no. Nah, let me let me finish, man. Uh, West Virginia got enough uh, going on. No, no, no. Right. Right, right. Right, right. Nah, nah. <laughs> I'm gonna say, say this. I'm... I wanna, no, no, no. I just want to say one thing. One thing. It sounds like you and the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> 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 you gotta hate yourself, bro. <laughs> hey, let's hey, let's go ahead and wrap up the show. Uh, let's go back to James. James, back to you. Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, honorable mentions: Duke basketball, especially men. Yeah, oh, I hate Duke. Yep. I hate Kentucky. Yeah, and Louisville and Kansas. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> oh 
Oh, how are you going to make it to heaven with all this hate in your heart? There's no way. There's no way. Don't worry, man. Hey, Easter Sunday's coming up, man. You know, I'll, I'll be there. You know, Resurrection be Sunday. Be you better be front yeah. and center. <laughs> you know, Easter Sunday is no club, right? He's like, yeah, yeah I'll be there. <laughs> I'll be in the crowd. <laughs> Service time, I'll be there around 11 30, 11 45. Like, no, that's not how you treat church, Kenny. That's not how you treat church. Your Easter egg hunt going to save his soul. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I will say they're they're not annoying, Is they're just really sad is the Chicago Bear fan, right? And I, I put this it's because Chicago they are- <laughs> Chicago Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> I it off for real. Oh, I'd have loved it. It, it, this is this is, Chicago Bear fans are just saddening because they're hanging on, still hanging on to that 85, 1985 championship yep. Walter Payton the gym, yep. right? And yep. they are so loyal to the Bears that Jordan can win six championships after that. And they still have the Chicago Bears as the number one franchise in that town. So, like, you tell me yeah. you're hanging on to one Super Bowl yeah. as opposed to six NBA championships. Interesting. And you still call yourself a football town. That's a great That's a great point. This is why Cleveland is trash. <laughs> let Cleveland win a Super Bowl. There no championship. never existed. That's the same. No Super Bowl championship. It's the same thing. It's the same You'll forget LeBron, that LeBron James even played there. If the Cleveland Browns ever won a Super Bowl, and that's yeah. complete trash. Yeah. Trash. Trash. I mean, it, and one thing for our listeners out there, if y'all haven't watched um, Operation Varsity Blues, the college admission scandal, I highly encourage that. That is an excellent, excellent um, doc, docu, documentary. So I think there's a lot to be learned. It talks about the big business of these universities and the NCAA. Um, it's a part of that too, because it's college athletics, you know, that are being affected by this and stuff like that. There's a lot of money going around. So I, I would, I would appreciate, you know, y'all take some time to watch that. Another one you should watch is if you have HBO, The Scheme. Mm. Another one you need to watch. That one's fantastic. What's The Scheme about? So it's about, um, what's, his, what's his name? Um, well, it basically went into the, the college basketball bribery situation. Uh, because I don't know if you guys remember a few years ago when they came out and said, oh, yeah, you know, we, we're going we're gonna to get all these guys and all these coaches and, you know, we have your playbook and then nothing came about it. Yes. Because basically, because his name is uh, Christian Dawkins. So he's kind of like, he's known around like, basketball circles as like the guy so he would like hook it up to where um you know college or high school players that were going to college like he kind of hooked it up to where like you know he'll give them some money whatever and then he would sign with them once he became pro but the fbi set up this whole sting operation against him and basically pinned the whole thing on him when that's how college basketball has been done since the beginning mm-hmm. um and he basically got like like federally like he's a he's a convicted felon essentially for breaking ncaa rules because they basically twisted it to to say well you're defrauding the university because you're paying these kids on the side Mm -hmm. which is complete bs Mm. no money exchange that we don't control is it basically Mm. because again like i don't understand how you're defrauding a school that's making 
500 millions of dollars mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. easily like where where is the defrauding at but <clears throat> it's it's fantastic yeah yeah so there's a lot to learn within those documents i think it helps us understand um universities especially the larger universities that are bringing in bringing in a lot of dollars through their athletic programs and through their uh, their donors it's just it's it's a it's a game of itself in itself out there outside even outside the ncaa it's a game in itself so some very eye-opening things going on out there yeah i i too work at a university but it's a small one and every time we come across larger universities especially Ohio State, because <laughs> I work at a university in Ohio, but it's not Ohio State. And every conference I go to where someone is from Ohio State, they go and they say, the Ohio State University. And if, you, uh, if you're at Ohio State and you don't say the, you will be corrected. It's happened multiple times. Yeah, it's a cult. The, the. And I'm like, they're, so what do you think people are going to say OSU and get it mistaken for what, Oklahoma State University? Oregon State, Oregon, State. Oregon State University. They don't. They don't tote themselves like that, and that in that sense anyway. You know, so like it, you still have your name, and so to put a, and they literally got a trademark. So when you see there, remember, it literally says the on it, the on it. So I'm like, for it to be the Ohio State University, that's a definite article. So that means there has to be an indefinite article that you're trying to separate from. There's no indefinite article, just English speaking, like wise. Well, the funny part about that story is, is there's some there was somebody in Ohio that owned the Ohio State. They instead of paying him for that, like they sued him for that, and got the back or got the from him because I, I didn't know like Ohio State actually owns, if I'm not mistaken, they own like forty percent of Columbus. Yeah. Like and they own, they literally own like you know the um, the Ohio map, mm-hmm. like the outline of Ohio. They own that. They own all that. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. They own they own that. So like they own like forty percent. Like it's like around forty percent of Columbus. So like there's thing like you can come in and come up with something. But if it has like Ohio State involved some way, shape, or form in it, <laughs> like it doesn't matter if it's something creatively from you. Mm. What, what's going on? <laughs> they, can come, they can come in and just snatch it from you. It's like that's how much power. That's how much power they have, which that's is crazy. Big. That's big business. What's up, man? Well, we're gonna go ahead and, and wrap up this episode. Thank y'all for stepping into the coach's box on behalf of Coach Boogie, Coach K, Coach Natty T. I'm Coach JP3. Y'all have a blessed weekend. We'll see you next week. Peace.